control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us stranded But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary Thought to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me Everybody have a chair, sit back, relax as we cast them pods. This is the first one of the new year. Very excited. It's your boy, Josh Fiore, a.k.a. Jiggy Josh Fiore, your Spitfire King. With me, as always, DJ Platypus. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Jay Fuego. Can you can you turn my mic up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, man, I'll turn you up in the headphones. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. Here we go. And, of course, Mr. Voice himself, Bobby Mack, with a triumphant return. A.k.a. the uh, Meatball Parm King. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That is the title that you will hold for a very long Thank time. Thank you. I think. Thank you very much. Yes. He just called you a fat ass. No, yeah, well. man. Who can't? Who's going to? Now that you're skinny, you can call us fat? <laughs> I said he's the king of meatball palm. You have the really? meatball palm don. That's a big deal. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, MVP. everybody. MVP. <laughs> you know, this is the first time since we've been doing this podcast that we actually yeah. took a legitimate like break from each other. Yeah. You know, uh, I haven't seen Bobby in what feels like forever. I talked to you um, the other night, and yeah. uh, man, I, I miss you guys. It's weird. Like, it's good to be back. It's a real brotherhood we've got here, isn't it? Definitely. It is. You know, I want to say something. I want to start the show on a, a, a nice note here. Um, without going into any details or anything, I've been going through some personal stuff uh, over the holidays, and uh, it's, it, you know, it affects you, and everybody's affected in different ways, and I've been really frustrated and lost a little bit, and I've just been turning... I, I didn't want to talk to anybody or turn to anybody for help. I, I and and the other night I ended up having a two and a half hour conversation with the Spitfire King, Bobby. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like we talked on the phone. It started out real business like and then got real personal. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't just come by. There, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it takes ten minutes to just get here. I don't know why we were on the phone like a couple of fourteen year old white girls twirling our hair and fucking waving our uh, feet back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, um, I, I just want to thank you very much because you put so many things in perspective for me that I like sometimes when you're focused on something negative that you're going through, you can't really put your finger on the positive. And uh, you had my back in such a way and the things that you said and the selflessness in that conversation. And I, I again, without going into any detail, I was I had a rough patch as we all do in life. Yeah. Everyone, life's a series of ups and downs. And uh, personally, I just want to really thank you, honestly, sincerely, for oh, yeah, man. just both of you for just being who you are, what you represent in my life personally. I mean, forget the strip club industry, forget the podcast, forget this is just me saying I am so blessed going into this new decade, this new year to be linked to two of the most selfless pure human beings i've ever met in my life and i don't want to be anywhere else i don't want to do anything else if it doesn't involve being with the two of you guys and i just want to say that and get it out because 
I genuinely love you, Josh. Bobby Mack, I genuinely love you. I genuinely love you. And, and I love you guys. And I think, <laughs> you know, while we were on the break. Half homo. Uh, yeah, whatever. While we were on the break, I listened back to a lot of our shows from the very first show with Dean Reardon that we oh, did. Yeah, yep. That was kind of like our tester show. It was a little show. choppy. That was our choppy, first one, yeah. And, 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 and we had like a lot of buzzes and dings. and what, yeah, You know, yeah. all the way up to our, our last show, which was uh, so fantastic. We have grown so quickly to be in this spot where we don't talk over each other. We don't, you know, you, I listen to professional shows where people are being paid 50 plus thousand a year to do radio and they talk over each other or there's, there's, there's hiccups and there's, we don't have any of that. It's just, it's, and people say that to me all the time. Like, wow, you guys are so good together. The way you talk, it's mutual respect. That's yeah. the recipe. And it's, it's just very organic. Yeah. yeah. So I figured, you know, I wanted to start the year off by just telling you guys I love you. Well, we love you. And letting our listeners and fan base know that we collectively love you. And we have a lot of amazing things planned for Planet Platypus this coming year and in the future. And it starts with our new sponsor, Josh. Oh, yeah. Speaking of organic. Now, um, Josh and I in our conversation, Bobby, because I feel left out. Bobby's left out. We should have three-way called him, but I knew he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to piss off his wife. Your wife scares me in any decade. She okay? scares me, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I didn't want to call the house too late. But um, Josh and I came up with a tagline for a new uh, promotion we're going to be doing with our new sponsor, Religion Tequila. And and. The the process was hilarious. Oh man! Because uh, we were both on the, like like you said like little girls were on the phone. We're both on Google, googling like religious terms and right. trying to find something that would hit. And we're just throwing words yeah, at each other and, and, and talking shit. Oh man! And I it have... was just it was such a um, collective uh, thing back and forth. And Josh says something, and then I said something, and we refined it. And tell Bobby the tag that we came up with. Because okay. I think this is brilliant. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. What the fuck was it? <laughs> Worship? Oh, yes. Worship tequila. Seek religion. Ooh, see? Look yeah. at that. that right. Was, and, and it feels like it was right in front of you the whole time. But yes. like, you know, we, we like you said, we were spitballing for a long time. And uh, actually, I recorded a portion of that conversation I'd like to play right now for you guys if I could. Get I would out. love to hear it. All right, hold, hold on. Let's, let's throw this on here so we can just hear, hear the creative process at work. This is like the Spitfire Prince platypus. Seek here we go. Religion. Worship tequila. Seek your religion. It's all fine. It's all like wine. It's crazy. But like it's Mexico crazy. It's loco. Loco? Loco. They're from Mexico, you know? <laughs> That's where the guave come from. It grow and grow and grow. Yeah. It only takes so many yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's the way we flow. We got it in the body. We got it in the clubs. Now we got to get it on our dubs because you never know. Anything goes when you flow with religion tequila, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of fun uh, doing the uh, religion tequila uh, brainstorming the other night. That is officially the whitest thing I've ever heard in 10 years. I'm the worst rapper ever. But I'm just trying to get him going. The spirit is there, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. In <laughs> my mind, I'm Jay-Z. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It, and, I, and I'm looking forward to doing big things this year uh, with Religion Tequila in terms of uh, promo events and different things we got planned with that. For sure, it's gonna for be, sure. It's going to be a big it's And be not, big not just that, but more creative from the three of us. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want 
I want to see the show go in the direction it's continuing to go, but I, I really want to challenge you guys even more this year. You know what I mean? I want, I want you, Josh, to even hit these Spitfires from an even more like crazy level than you were before. I really want, you know, and, and I'm Bobby, I want more, I want to see that artwork and stuff more from you. And I just want really, I want to push you guys because we're so close. I feel it. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we're yeah, so yeah. close to just breaking out into something. I don't know what, but it's so fun and it's so easy to do. And, and it's cool that you recorded that. <laughs> sort of. You could have told me because that's kind of against the law. Well, I was sitting there, right. <laughs> I was sitting right here in the seat, it's, and I had, and I had the speakerphone on, and you were just you were going in. So I was just like, all right. I just put the phone up to the mic and just hit record. <laughs> I was like, let me let that ride for a it's minute. It's certainly a good thing that no one in this room engages in illegal activity. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. A hundred percent. Well, listen, we've got a great show planned for today. I'm very excited because our guest is a legend legend in the history of the strip club industry i mean i I mean i'm talking you don't know her but you know her and uh, her name is jackie and jackie is the woman that has made the biggest and best costumes for all of the winning feature entertainers over the course of like 30 plus years I, i would dare say that she is the signature that you need to Elevate your your show into a professional. Correct, show. and, and uh, we are going. I, I don't, I've never met her. You you guys have never met her. She's so. the Vera Wang of pussy. She, dude, <laughs> dude, yes, Bobby. That's kind of that's funny and kind of you know. Not, don't say that to her, but, but yes, she is the Vera Wang of our industry. That is that is the best way of putting it. And um, super sweetheart. I talked to her for literally like five minutes, but I didn't want to get to know too much about her. I did a little research. But I this I think this is going to be a, a really good interview. I'm very excited about it. I have a topic for today's show that I really want to bounce off of you guys. Female customers are they good for the club? Ooh, that's what I want to mm-hmm. talk about later. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our campaign of worshiping tequila and seeking religion because you know that's that's what we're going to be doing. And um, you know a couple other things to talk about club wise and. Uh, you know, it's a brand new year. Same old Planet Platypus show. Uh, Jay Fuego, let's go to a break. Yeah. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. Hey, are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. Cinefoldstrips.com has you covered. Cinefoldstrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. Centerfoldstrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. Centerfoldstrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. All right, welcome back. Planet Platypus Show, first one of the new year, yes. and our first guest of the new year, somebody you may not know, but you've definitely seen her work. Yeah, um, 
absolutely a legend in the strip club industry. And uh, Bobby actually said it best uh, at the end of our first segment on the show, which was she is the Vera Wang of the strip club industry, which I think is a heavy compliment <laughs> because the movie stars all rock Vera Wang and our yeah. version of movie stars rock, right. you know, and her name is Jackie and everyone knows her as Jackie, the costume lady. So let's give a big round of applause for Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you. Now, um, I understand. That's quite a compliment. Thank you. Oh, no, no. It's we're it's all on this side. We're honored to have you. I feel like we're talking to royalty. We really wow. are. I really do. Oh. You know what's funny? Um, yeah. I, I've never met Jackie. None of us have ever met you, and you haven't met us. And we know you're synonymous with the strip club industry. We know who you are. We've just never really spoke. And uh, so it's, it's a little nerve-wracking to try and dig up dirt on somebody who's not a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Um, so I went and did a little recon, and I, I talked to some feature entertainers that I'm f very close with. And when they found out that I was interviewing Jackie, it was like the Beatles were going to be in the studio tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't understand. Jackie is, is a god and blah, blah, blah. And, and my, like my contest and this and that. So um, I understand that you got your... Your career with the costume started in the wedding business way back when. Is that true? That's true in St. Catharines, Ontario. Yeah, in Canada. In Canada. So <laughs> you 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 started uh, making and facilitating like wedding dresses and and the bridesmaids dresses and things like that. And at some point throughout that, you ventured into the Canadian strip club. Uh, line and started selling uh, things to the girls that would help them on stage, whether it was, you know, uh, extra attachments for their outfit, purses or things like that. Is that correct? Am I kind of on the right track here? Uh, you're on the right track. It was tiny costumes that were theme costumes that fit into a Ziploc bag. Ah, okay. And then from, <laughs> from that point, what happened? What my, my, my first question is, what what hooked you into our business? Like, obviously, you're doing weddings. You you you're phenomenally talented at designing you know, dresses and and clothing. And then all of a sudden, you become, as Bobby said, the Vera Wang of our industry. What what grabbed your attention right out of the gate? How nice the girls were compared to the bridezillas. Wow, <laughs> that's an interesting. Angle. That is an interesting. Angle. I would never think that. Oh yeah. Be. Well. I would have to imagine, like any artist, if you have a, a let's say, if you need something done by a, a consignment seamstress, I mean, you want the best and you find the sure, best, whether sure. they work at a bridal shop or a thrift mm -hmm. store or whatever, you know. Right. I Did it start for you, Jackie? Did it start with someone coming to you with certain projects? Um, as far as the features went, it did. I was already going to the club selling house dancing stuff. And a feature was working um, at the Hunt Club in Ontario, and she drew 10 pictures of feature costumes. Like, I mean, big ones, the same type I still make now. And they were like the cowgirl, the nurse, a cop, things like that. And um, she drew the pictures and said she wanted them all made out of sequins. So I had to find out where sequins <laughs> came from. And uh, I went from there. And then after that, I stopped making the house dancing stuff and all the features just saying, you know, they wanted me to make them something. They wanted to call me and order something. And, and you became the fashion designer to the features and at that point. I've got to imagine because, because she has made 
almost every pop culture icon in sequence. Like she's made a Transformer costume out of sequence. She's made a Power Ranger out of sequence. Yeah. I can only imagine everything that you see, Jackie, on the screen. You're like, it's only a matter of time before somebody comes to me with that costume made out of sequence. That's right. Right now, I am making a Buzz Lightning. There you go. Hey. Wow. It's so cute. <laughs> you, you know, I got to say, um, my favorite piece of artwork that you've done, and I, I mean, and I go back to the, the Vanna Lace days when, you know, Vanna Lace was the mm-hmm. first one to really rock the Jackie. Like, not she wasn't the first, but she was the one that really got the it out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like when Vanna Lace was doing these these big trophy shows and she came out with these big elaborate sequence costumes, the, the girls were losing their flipping minds because <laughs> yeah. nobody yeah. saw anything mm-hmm. like that. And Jackie was still kind of doing the Canadian thing before she crossed over. But Vanna Lace is originally from Canada, so there's that connection. Well, there, right? Yeah, that's where I met her. I met her at uh, the Runway 66 in Toronto right after she won Miss Nude World. And I uh, went up to the manager's apartment and we sketched a whole wardrobe for her. And then it was funny because a couple years later, both Vanna and I both moved at the same time to Arizona. Right. Oh, wow. So now mm-hmm. Vanna's out here is kind of like her um, her model of, of, of the the clothing and all the girls are losing their minds so from that point forward mm-hmm. and i mean i'm going back years guys i mean i'm talking this is like probably my first years in the business um and and from there that's where it started now all of a sudden all the features are are rock and sequence outfits and and they're, and they're elaborate there's such a big difference even today um oh, yeah. at expo when you see these these award shows when the final feature entertainers like nova's show that that's jackie but the best costume, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jackie, the best costume I've ever seen in the history of this industry has to be Lacey Rain's Mushu. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, my God. The, oh, that the, was cool. That oh, dragon. Yeah, yeah, I remember the, that. The Chinese dragon thing. That that was yours, right? No. Oh, my no, God. It wasn't. to make that. I no, thought you did. She asked me to make. No, no. I was told that else. the Mushu thing was a Jackie. <laughs> Because that was such a movable... Maybe the underpieces were, but the... Oh, okay, okay. You, you had something to do with it, because that was really, really cool. And I know that uh, <laughs> you you did Annie Lane. I was gonna, just going to say Annie Lane's costumes. Oh, my God, yeah. Annie, Annie Lane's costumes. Rio Rivers, for years, was like mm-hmm. the, the Jackie spokesperson. I mean, it was just like... And, and oh, Natasha, yeah. not everything you see Natasha in. But but the thing about Rio had uh, without be, Rio had such huge boobs back mm-hmm. in the day that <laughs> that normal clothes didn't look the same way it did on the other girls. Right. So when she would come out with this, she would used to do this Brazilian show where she would just come mm-hmm. out with this like flashy like cape type thingy with yeah. I don't know fashion. So I, I'm not trying to sound ignorant here, but yeah. it was hot, and you're like. Wow, like the way it was designed complimented her so much that everyone thought she had fake boobs. No, <laughs> that wasn't the case. The, the way that these things were designed just really put her in the right you know, proportions, and it just looked amazing. It's, there's a certain amount of class there. That really, that really goes from there. Custom tailored. Yeah. Did you want to say something, Josh? Uh, no, I was just wondering, like, of all these, like, really outrageous costumes, like, do you have a favorite, or does something stand out as like the yeah. most outrageous costume you've designed? Yeah, my favorite, as far as beauty goes, would be um, when Mercedes wore the gold goddess in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, I remember that, that show. Yeah. Um, that was beautiful, and I have a really big picture of that that a professional photographer made. 
And when someone asked me what I make, that's the picture I show them. Oh, wow. Because that was just epic. That was beautiful. And it was everything. It was how she looked in it, the colors, the lighting, the photograph. Yeah. It's really, really nice picture. And the model but, helps, um, too, that Mercedes is one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. Yeah. Right. She's so gorgeous. gorgeous. And, and, and just as nice as she's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Tr- and so anything true. Angela wears, too. I'm sure oh, she's... Oh, Angela Summers? Yeah, yeah she's, she's beautiful, too. So, Jackie, typically... Mm-hmm. How long does one of these outfits take to make? Six years. Yeah, it seems like it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, some of them. Like when they're um, cartoon characters, they have so many little detailed parts and lights in them now that I have to really think ahead how I'm doing it and make sure I don't sew something up and then I can't get a light in it later. Uh, they're just taking a lot longer now than they used to because Is- before it was, you know, chaps and you sewed the seams and right. the zipper in it and made a jacket. Now it's like, I mean, just this Buzz Lightning sleeve alone has probably taken me 15 hours to oh do the God. two sleeves. A sleeve? You know, where, yeah, because wow. they've got things on them. Yeah, you it's know, got Buzz shoulder Lightyear pads and lights yeah, and rhinestones. And, yeah, is, is I this... made the gloves, and I mean, they probably took me, I've got one glove done. It probably took me seven hours, and I had glued it to my hand wow. as I had it on while it was dry. Oh, my God. <laughs> is Simone's Predator outfit yours? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that was cool. And that's my favorite yeah. right there. Yeah. That that one's that's like amazing. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. you when if I I don't know if Jackie if you've ever been in the club while she puts on that show but I mean you want to talk about I, the blood just rushes out of your body when she comes out in that thing because she's dynamic, number one. So her performance is, mm-hmm. you know, she's it's, it's top bar, right? right? Right, And then that costume makes such an impact, especially in the dark and in the lights with the smoke and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Seriously, uh-huh. seriously amazing, amazing costume work. That's got to be at least one of my top three and You favorites. add the intelligent lighting, the smoke, yeah. and all the effects around it. And it's, it's a show. It's, it's a show. Part, it's part I, of the show. As a, as a host, as someone who watches that shit constantly yeah. i was floored yeah man and um mm-hmm. J- jackie just how long have you been in the industry total i mean it it's got to be over 38 years i was gonna say it's got to be over 30 years 38 years my goodness that uh-huh. is a lot of history so you have basically seen the evolution of feature entertainment from the very beginning to where we're at today so you would be the perfect person to ask are we going in a good direction with the feature entertainers, or do you feel like uh, maybe it's been diluted over the years? Or I'm not saying that th- all the features are great. We are, we are champions of the feature entertainers, and in no way am I trying to demean anything. I'm trying to prove a point here that back in the day, before all this technology, before all the things that we have at our fingertips today, there was, I feel there was a lot more thought an effort put into the shows where today I feel like there's so many of these shows that are just thrown together because there's so many more competitions and this and that. Would you agree with that statement or, you know, just give me a little backdrop on the, the progress that you've seen in 38 years of this business, as far as the features go. That's a hard question. Um, I think they put as much thought into it now as they did before. Like the ones who are competing for the, the big trophies, and to, you know, but um, I think the costumes, I think they have to go back to some of the old school stuff, some of the sexier stuff like calypsos and, you know, sexy get gowns and sexy dresses rhinestoned up because they seem to have gotten away from that. And I think it's like a wave 
maybe in a couple of years, we'll go back to that stuff. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to buy something different now, they should go back to the old stuff. You know, that, like a cowgirl, a cop, a calypso, um, a nurse, because no one's doing that anymore unless they can get their hands on a used costume. And that's, that makes so, sense, too, because even in the fashion world, if you think about it, everything old becomes new again, right? I mean, like, you know, right. yeah. sure. I mean, like, if you open yeah. up a catalog right now or go into a, a website, you'll see 1970s fashion. It's not really necessarily even being promoted or marketed as retro anymore. They're just right. bringing it back as like, like, oh, that's a Lacoste alligator shirt. We've had those since the, the 80s. Uh, you know what I mean? And The explosion of popularity in like Comic-Cons and that kind of thing has probably influenced a lot of the entertainers' shows also. Yeah. Where they want to be, you know, like sexy Iron sure. Man or sexy I, I Transformer think it's even and that kind of thing. deeper than that, Josh. I think it's it has a lot to do with the young younger generation now embracing our business as well as female customers that have been into the club that were never allowed back in the day. I remember even 10 years ago, we didn't allow females to come into the club unless accompanied by a male. Now that's kind of gone to the wayside and there's a different, um, there's a different customer base that's in the club today than there was before. You know, we're being normalized as uh, as a business. Now we're being seen, you know, by, by, by a lot. As just another nightclub versus this quote unquote strip club industry. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's chic now to visit for women to visit uh, a strip club, just as you would a bar or a dance club or a nightclub. That's a good point, Bobby. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's a really good point, Jackie. If you could adopt any feature entertainer <laughs> to be your daughter, who would it be? Oh, wow. You could take any current feature on the circuit today. A current feature? A current feature okay. right now. It would be, you can adopt it, her and she will become Jackie's daughter. Who would it be? Alaska Galore. Oh! <laughs> we love Alaska. Alaska's yeah. part of our show. <laughs> she's so yeah. sweet. I, we're, she's we're so like, sweet. I feel like we've oh. adopted her as like yeah, a little Yeah, she's our niece little sister. Yeah. 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 Like, we like, love Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. I haven't met her yet. No? I, I was supposed to meet her at Christmas time when I was at my place in Florida. Mm-hmm. But um, she wasn't she wasn't well. She was sick, so uh, I didn't get to meet her. But you, I will be moving back there on March 11th to my permanent Florida home, oh, all right. Tampa. Excellent. And then she's going to come and see me, and I'll get to meet her. And right now, I'm just making her an awesome costume that you guys will see. Well, very soon. she's oh, not coming yeah. alone, Jackie, because we're coming with her to we visit are. you. Because I want okay. I want you to make Bobby Mack a costume for this year's expo. Yeah, I'm gonna need one too. I need <laughs> the Spitfire I'm, King jacket. All I think out. I think we wouldn't it be cool. We should have her design. If our we outfits can have for the Jackie design our outfits yes. for the awards show. That would be amazing. Or even for the because we're hosting the stage this year. Yeah, expo. just iced out tuxedos. Nothing crazy, but Bobby can go crazy. I've made costumes. I've made costumes for Sky. Yeah, yes. we've you seen know, Sky's Sky? costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so long, when I used to live in Tucson, I made him some stuff, and I've made a couple wrestlers like about fifteen years ago. Oh, oh. I don't even think they're Bobby, around anymore. But just so you that know, was, that was fun. Jackie, Bobby Mac just lit up like a Christmas tree when you said that because that is his wheel. We dressed Bobby up as Macho Man, the wrestler for last year's expo, uh-huh. and he walked around with the frills and the tassels and the whole getup, and uh, <laughs> he he's known for. Um, getting attention with some of his outfits but bobby 
make you make your own outfits pretty much, right? I, I mean, I do. I I'm also an artist. Uh, my mother and, and I were you know craft artists since because we were broke in in the '70s, so that's right. what we did. <laughs> sure, uh, but uh, uh-huh. I I, com- I completely appreciate everything you do because even as Platt said, me making my own costume. Uh, you know, you think, oh, I'll do this and I'll do that and do that. And then you get down to doing it and you're like, holy shit, how do they do this? Yes. You know, it's just so tedious. It takes so long. You have to have such steady hands. And I, I, I love it when people try to make their own costumes. I just love it because <laughs> then they see how long everything takes sure. and oh, yeah. how really careful you have to it. be putting on rhinestones if you're using glue because you can't get a drop of glue on anything. No. And, you know, I always get calls like, wow, I didn't know what you did took so long. And was so hard, and I love that. So. Just the hat. So I, I decided to get a cowboy hat, and I, you know, I wanted to put macho and man on each side of the brim, and I wanted to do it in rhinestones. Uh-huh. By the time I finished the first M on one side, I was done, boy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, I was <laughs> over it. Yeah. So I finally finished both sides, and the hat didn't fit. But because I put six <laughs> days of effort into the fucking yeah. hat, I'm like, I'm wearing it. I don't care if it sits on top of me like a beanie, which it did. <laughs> I'm going to wear this fucking hat because it it took me fucking seven days to finish. Well, he wasn't anticipating that you were going to have the wig and the bandana on top of the wig and then the hat on top of everything. But it looked great. But it looked awesome. When it was all said and done, you became Macho Man. It was just, you know, and that's the thing. You know, sometimes, you know, the outfit is really the show. And and, and sometimes the the show is the show. And I'll I'll use uh, Nova as an example, you know. Um, Nova puts on a great show. Natasha's fantastic. We mm-hmm. all know that. She's the entertainer of the year. Yeah. But sometimes the costume steals the spotlight when she first comes out oh on my stage. God. Because you just, it's beautiful, isn't it? And Natasha Nova's beautiful and she's sexy and she has an incredible body. She is. But, yeah. but sometimes you need that costume to bring everybody in to what is important. And that's what I love about your designs, Jackie, is you don't just. Look, there are a million house moms and strip clubs across the country that know how to sew. Okay, and I'm just going to say it like it is because that's I, I've been in this business a long time. The big clubs have a house mom or a seamstress or somebody in the dressing room that can fix quick rips, whatever. They, they'll make their own costumes or they'll go to a flea market, grab a bunch of cheap costumes and then put something on it to make it their little own. And, and they're, they're, they're charging a king's ransom. And the girls go on stage and they all look like they're trick-or-treating as strippers. They really, really yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's go to Jackie. Jackie has this way, and it's funny to me now that I know that you come from the bridal industry because it makes sense now. All of her outfits, to me, complement the girls' figures the proper way. And, and But here's my example. So if, if a girl has a big chest, she has the rhinestones or almost like on the abdomen leading up yeah. so that your focus immediately goes to the moneymaker, which are the big boobs. <laughs> but th- that's what we do. That's our business. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. Yep. And you're so smart on how you design these outfits because – when a girl, get, you know, a girl with small boobs, if you did that, you're you're not helping her. So you do something to showcase her butt or whatever or her face, whether it be a neckline or whether it be the, the shoulders coming out a certain way. Granted, a lot of these girls probably have I need this, this, this and this and I want to be a power ranger and whatever. And sometimes it's hard to make a girl look really sexy and when you're a power ranger. But It's funny you bring that one up because whenever I see her transform a costume into a feature costume 
the process of turning it from regular to Liberace in yes. itself right. is amazing to me. Yeah. And I couldn't, I loved Annie Lane's pink ranger outfit for that reason. Like I'm studying every part of it to see, oh, how she changed this and that that's what she accented. And then she brought this out. Right. This is what she studied and this is what she left alone. So you ever notice I mean, Annie's butt looks better in a Jackie costume than it does in jeans? <laughs> or maybe I'm, I'm the only one staring at Annie's butt. I don't know. But, but, but you ever notice that? And it's, it's so true. So, so Jackie, when you're when you're making a costume and you're in your 15 hours of hell with rhinestones and doing the things that you do, is there a studio that you work out of, or are you just in a certain room in your house? And if so, what do you do while you're designing? Is there music playing in the background? Is the view on TV? I play music. I uh, watch TV. Um, I listen to books sometimes, but I that, that's not that successful because I get carried away in what I'm doing and I realize I just missed two chapters of the book. <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> that I do never that works too well for me. But in Tucson, I had um, a 600 square foot building that my husband built, excuse me, in the back of our yard. And that was my studio. And I had five staff at that time. That's when everyone needed about 30 costumes a week because they did 28 shows. Mm-hmm. Wow. But now that their shows are smaller, they need less costumes. So, um, I don't have my staff anymore. I do everything myself. Right now, I'm in Texas, and I'm sitting and working in a probably 300-square-foot, no, maybe a 200-square-foot room that's part of the house that we just renovated and have sold now, and that's why I'm going back to Florida, where I work out of my um, insulated garage. Oh, cool. We cannot Mm -hmm. wait to have you home. Yeah, once you get here, we, we really need to hook up because I, I'm very serious. I want I want to do a fitting, and I want the three of us. I think she should <laughs> yeah. dress us for Expo. Yeah, I really at least, do. At least a nice jacket. Each of us have a nice jacket with the with something on the back. You know, maybe the logo or just something. Oh, cool. I want to yeah. go as a religion to be great. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that, or, or or you know, we're doing the wrestling ring theme for the uh, Expo floor. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, maybe she could just we can be our three favorite wrestlers and she can just do a mock rest. If she's done wrestling out, well, she can do anything. So yeah, I just did a wrestling outfit for, um, Hila Faye and it was a, um, oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Ricky Flair. Yeah. Oh. Ricky Flair wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie, Hila Jackie, Faye wait, 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 hmm. wait, you design an outfit for the nature boy, Rick Flair. <laughs> Like, no, 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 I designed it for Hala Faye, who's a feature. Oh, oh, I thought you said Ric Flair. No, she designed oh a Ric Flair was, costume for that, oh. I, wanted, I want it to look just like Ric Flair. Oh. That's cool. So Maybe he'd come out in those Rick robes Flair's with the bar yes. and the robe. Yeah, yeah, those something. Cool. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but you might no. that's something that would probably interest you. Probably, yes. Jackie, um, are you involved in social media at all? Are you? I, I looked for you. I think I found a <laughs> personal page, but I, I didn't, you know, it didn't seem like it was a, there was no strippers it's so on hard. I, yeah. I, I just have a lot of trouble with it. I bought Instagram for dummies, and I can't even get past page three. So I'm returning it to the library. <laughs> then can I ask, uh, can I know. ask a personal favor of you then? Mm-hmm. It, is there a way that you can send or email me as many pictures that you have of the history of you making costumes? And let me put together a pictorial for the website, our website, planetplatypus.com, so that we can tell the show, show the world the 
you know, evolution of Jackie costumes. I think our readers and our, our fans and our entertainers that follow us would really get a kick out of that. You oh, know, totally. Just kind of a, a Jackie timeline. Here's here's the Jackie costume of the the eighties, the nineties, you know, and, and so on. Or some okay. of your favorites. Yeah. I would love to just showcase your work so that even people outside of the industry can go, wow. And then they can listen to this interview and look at those pictures. And, and it really, because I think after talking to you, it, it really brings yeah. in that you're an artist. You I really mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt about this. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Um, awesome. Yeah, we'd love that. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out. Um, Email. We'll so, so before we wrap up, Bobby, you got any final questions for Jackie? Jackie, it's just a pleasure, pleasure to finally uh, speak to you and meet you this way. Uh, like I said, I've been a I've been a fan of yours for years without ever knowing your you know ever ever seeing your face, but just always been a fan of your work. So it's an honor to talk to you. Yeah, same. Thank uh, you. Just really admire your Thank work, you. and uh, and it's great having you on today. And I'm looking forward to seeing you know what's next. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what we put together for, for our Expo. planet for our planet Planetless yeah. costumes. I think that'll be great. Jackie, are you planning on coming to <laughs> Expo this year, or any events in the strip club yeah. industry throughout the year, or do you stay away from those kind of things? <sighs> I don't like traveling very much anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm probably I'm going to go to as many things around the. Um, all right. Well, listen. Jackie, total respect to you. Um, it, it is an honor uh, just talking to you and getting to know you and uh, sharing your stories and, and your history with uh, the industry through our podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life to, to join us and, and talk to us and get to know us. I really, really genuinely want to meet you. And we're not joking. We really want you to dress us for Expo this year if you have the time. We, we will definitely sit down and work something out. Is there anything that you want to say or plug or say to the features that will be listening to the show? Um, well, tell them that I'm taking orders every day. And I've heard often that the new girls are intimidated and afraid to call me because they think I only sew for the big time features that's true but i am i've heard happy that too so for anybody at all you've heard it too yes and everybody was a beginner at one time you know mm -hmm. everybody was new and not to be afraid i'm very friendly and i will make whatever they want make them look beautiful well the awesome. thing the thing about that is a lot of because again I, I talked to a lot of features this week knowing that you were coming on the show and uh the newer girls are, yes they're very intimidated but one of the things are they think that if I order a Jackie costume, it's going to cost me $10,000 for the costume. And then I talk to some of the ah. girls that you've been dressing for years, and they're like, that couldn't be further from the truth, that Jackie will work with you. She's, you know, uh, if, if you have an yeah. idea and you have a budget that you want to stick within, well, you might not get a 1,000 rhinestones on a costume, but you're going to get a 100, and she's going to figure it out. And uh, that you're very flexible in that way. I think a lot of the new girls are more intimidated by they think, like Bobby said, the Liberace type of costume is going to cost Liberace type of cash. And there's ways around that, right? Oh, there's there's all kinds of beautiful, cute things, you know, in the eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollar range, and the same theme can be made for four thousand. But you know, there's going to be a big difference. But whether you bought a thousand dollar one or a four thousand dollar one, when you go on stage. It's still going to have as much love and care into the costume, and people are going to know, oh, that's a Jackie. You yeah, know, and they know that it's a Jackie. Happy, so. <laughs> Jackie original. Yeah. There's, no, there's no denying that. That's what that. they say. So. 
Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Jackie, listen, it's it's been a pleasure. Yeah. If the new girls want to order something, um, how do they get in touch with you, or should they, I just have them the call me and I'll send to it to you? Text me. Do not do not Facebook or Instagram because I just can't navigate those things. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if you <laughs> text, would like text, a Jackie text. costume, contact DJ Platypus, <laughs> and he'll be more than happy to put you in contact yeah. with Jackie. Okay. Um, Jackie, uh-huh. thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, a great year, and I can't wait to meet you in person and give you a big old hug in my brand new Jackie <laughs> jacket that yeah. I'll be sporting at Expo. Bye, Jackie. So let's hear it for our legendary okay. Jackie to come. Jackie! Jackie! Jackie, thank you so thank much. You guys. We'll talk to you it was soon. Fun. Bye. Great. Hey, thank you. If you're in the Baltimore area, there's no better place to be than the Baltimore Hustler Club. This club is operated on the highest level. Every detail is never overlooked. Beautiful entertainers just down the street from major sports stadiums. BaltimoreHustlerClub.com has all the information you're looking for. You can follow them on social media. For Instagram, follow at BeMoreHustlerClub. For Twitter, at HustlerClubs. And for Facebook, at HustlerMD. Or find them all at BaltimoreHustlerClub.com. Fun is just a click away. Playmates is Miami's best-kept secret. Great food and top-level entertainment. Playmates features events and a great menu. Check out PlaymatesClub.com for all your entertainment needs. This club is known for great customer service, not to mention it's a non-stop party. The staff is friendly, the club is beautiful, and there's never a shortage of hot entertainers. PlaymatesClub.com. The party is on. Holy shit. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the Planet Platypus. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was my welcome back. It was very really? pleasant. <laughs> it was like, I'm, I'm just... It was very I'm, Canadian of it. I was just, hey, welcome back, everybody. It's a very welcome back, Cotter. Remember that show? Well, welcome back. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> the planet is back. How about Jackie and Jack those Queen. costumes, man? Pretty yeah, amazing, crazy. amazing, and um, I, I really want to see what she cooks up for us. I'm thinking like a, a fuego, like a big flame. Yeah, you should have a flame with jacket with a king with a crown yes. and shit on it. Yeah. 100%. Oh my god, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. That would you know, and then I think mine should just be an, a platypus on the back, holding a microphone, you know, uh, leading the charge type thing, and then uh, I don't know what we do with Bobby. Well, but, I I actually just got a fantastic jacket for Christmas. It is is gaudy as hell, right? Uh, and Sydney knew this because when she saw me buying the uh, Macho Man jacket, we were going through different, you know, ridiculous jackets because that's yeah. the kind of things <laughs> right, that sure. wrestlers wear. And I'm like, ooh, I would like that. Ooh, I would like that. Ooh, I would like that. So she surprised me for Christmas and actually got me one of them. Wow. And uh, nice. so I would love to give that jacket to Jackie uh-huh. and let her work her magic oh, with that it. that would be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. Right, right. Well, there's, there is a topic I wanted to bring up uh, on this show um, gay weddings? No, no, no. We'll talk about that later. Chick fil A? No, I love Chick fil A. How dare you? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but um, I actually conducted a poll. Um, I've been talking to a lot of strippers lately. and uh, Get out of here. Yeah, but believe it or not, Bobby, I have access to a lot of strippers. And not just in my own club, in various clubs. And uh, I polled 100 strippers. And my poll question was, and I'm going to throw this to you and I want to have a discussion about it. But my poll question was, female customers, are they good for business? Yeah. 
Yes or no, and give me a brief description as to why. Oh, this is this is such a complicated. It's not just a yes or no. There's a big gray area there is. here. It depends there is. on the circumstances. This is what we talking a group of girls? We talking couples? I'm talking just female customers. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I pulled 100 girls. Okay. So what percentage do you think like the idea of having female customers or hate the idea of having female customers? I'm gonna say money wise, girls are probably. Like, First of all, let's be completely honest. Men are fucking disgusting. Okay. As a species. Okay. Uh, and I know that girls love dancing for girls more than they love dancing for guys. Right. Typically. Right. So I would imagine from a dancer standpoint, it's almost a relief to have a female customer as opposed to the standard stuff that they have to go through every time they talk to a man. Okay. Uh, the negative side of that is that, um, you know, it could be a wife bomb. You know, mm -hmm. you're sitting there dancing mm -hmm. for a guy. Next thing you know, a girl walks into the club. She's got a smile on her face. She makes her way past the bar all the way down the alley into where the main room is, goes onto the floor, gets to table seven, and starts beating the shit out of somebody <laughs> in the back of the head. Yeah. I've seen that a couple times. It happens. The wife it bomb happens. is uh, it's a less frequent occurrence than it used to be. Because like you said, we there was a time that we never let single women in, either because they were a wife or they were a prostitute. One yeah. of the two. Or both. Or a guy. <laughs> back, yeah. back in the old days at Tootsie's, it, it was a domestic dispute in the middle of the club a couple times. Like, And, and the wife just would walk in and smack a now, guy. Now, this and day like, and age, Wait. you can't really enforce a rule like that. No, but back then you very well could. Very well could. Yeah, yeah. it was like you had to have and a, then it a, went from a, a male escort with you to come. That was yeah, what right. I was just yeah. going to say. From that point, it went to you had to have somebody escort yeah, you. Yeah, I think most clubs don't do that. From a business know. standpoint, selling alcohol, selling alcohol. If True. I can sell more alcohol to more demographics, then let them in. But I wasn't polling the industry. I was polling the strippers of our industry. Okay, and and and. I'm going to give it an 80% positive. Positive? What do you think? So they, they 80% of the girls like having female customers. In That's the what I think. Okay. Yeah, we'll and I'm going to just go the flip opposite of that. I'm going to say it was probably 80% the other way. Okay. And why would you say that? Um, I just feel like a lot of the girls won't approach the female customers. They feel like it's... Um, like they're always like judging them, and then I don't know. I I feel like they're more annoyed with the female customers than happy to see them. Okay, <laughs> the 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 actual number was ninety two girls, so ninety two percent is mm -hmm. the actual number. So you're both very close on the eighty percent. Yeah. So one of you is right, and one of you is wrong. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm right. Girls hate men, especially strippers. <laughs> it's true. You think so? I think so. You th and you think you're right. I, I think they, they'd rather have a club full of men. They'd rather have a club full of men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bobby, I'm happy to say that you are wrong. Oh. oh. It's actually, as Josh said, the girls, 92% of the girls I spoke to in the last three weeks told me definitively that they do not like female customers and why. Why? And and the main reason, the number one reason that I would say at least 30 plus girls told me the same things over and over again. But like the main thing was female customers feel like because they're a woman, they can try and touch and grope the girls while they're either naked and on stage or giving a dance or even walking through the club on some occasions. That's true. The, that the, the men customers... They all try the, the. The girls are all tried. Meaning, right. the the guy will try to 
hand a dollar and, and hit the side of your boob or Ring something. Ring the doorbell. Yeah, right. <laughs> some guys will actually grab something and they get thrown out. That's the that's the rules of the club. But but in most cases, guys are try they try to be a little tricky about you know doing that. Women customers, according to the strippers, women customers actually have no shame in walking up and inspecting you like a gynecologist. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, no, it's okay. I've got one of these. And it's and it's it makes them uncomfortable. And when they they say this and the and, and I said to the girls, Well, what do you say to the customer? And she says, The same thing I say to a male customer. That's inappropriate. Don't touch me like that. Blah, 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 blah. Or we're gonna have a problem. They warn them, yeah. you know, and then they'll tell management. And that's pretty much policy everywhere, you know. Um, it's just the way our world is. So from that point, I said to him, well, what do the girls say? And they said, but I'm a girl, but I'm this, but I'm that. So the female customers feel like they have more liberties right. to do whatever. And in a lot of cases, like one girl goes, a man has never, ever touched my vagina in this club. However, many women customers have touched my vagina in this club. Right. And then they look at me like, <laughs> that double what's there. the big deal? Yeah. And, 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 and it's interesting because, you know, everybody outside of our industry in the mainstream, they look at features. They look at strippers. They, they look at, the some in some cases, the waitresses as objects of their affection. In yes. other words, you're there for me. I'm paying money to come into your club. I'm paying to drink. And is it that maybe females just aren't as well-versed in strip club etiquette? Like, nobody really ever told them the way. Like, you know, most of us, when we were younger, maybe it was an older brother or a friend that was a little bit older, took us to the club for the first time. And, like, just you kind of realize there's a way that you should behave and a way you shouldn't behave well, or you'll get thrown out on your ass. There's a good... I can answer that. In 1996, <laughs> if you got out of line, you got your ass beat and thrown in a dumpster. Right. Okay, if you do that today, there's going to be a thousand lawyers stacked up at every door, even in a mom and pop place somewhere in Massapequa. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But do you feel that females maybe are, are think like, well, what are they going to do? Like, I'm a girl. No, I, I, I don't know. Like, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I just my my point was I found it very interesting that the entertainers are saying a customer is a customer, whether you're black, white, red, brown, purple, female, male, alien, human. Which is true. And, yeah. and that's their stance. It's true. And I never, you know, and, and that's that just goes to show even my mindset. I, I took away from that, like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, because they, you know, they all act like, you know, it's Friday night, the place is packed, and there's a group at the tip rail, and they're all throwing money and making it rain and doing this. And then, you know, a girl goes and a female customer grabs the ass, and they all laugh. And all the guys think it's the coolest thing in the world. Right. So they woohoo and yeah. throw more money. Yeah. So the entertainer <laughs> yeah, benefits so from this situation. However, there's a line being crossed. Right. So when is it a like it's it's a tough thing for them? That was the number one answer. Well, now I want to also clarify, although I did sway my opinion that way on what the girls would say. My experience, because I work in a club where a lot of girls come out, especially on a Saturday night, and it does add a little bit of energy to the room because they're constantly dancing, the woo-hooing. Totally. It, it definitely brings something to the room, 100%. like a good vibe that I like. So I do like when the, when and, the girls come And in. we're obviously no help in that area because the minute we see... Oh, I encourage We see a, yeah. a typical Susan in the middle of the room start to get crazy. We're like, hey, let's get that girl to take her top off. Come on. Yeah, you I know. start feeding off of them right. because that's what's bringing energy into the room right now. But we don't say that to Julio, the garbage man who I don't comes in once Julio a week take his and top he's, off. he's dancing and having a good time. No, but that's my point. The entertainers are saying, 
a customer or a guest should be treated as a customer or guest, not a male or a female. And there should be an exception to the rule. You know, hang on. Rewind. Okay. We're working with the primal fantasy here. So as much as yes, everybody should be treated like a guest. We don't work in a PC business. Or do we? This industry is based on let let's cut the bullshit. We're based on sexual attraction. Okay. 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 I mean, so we are we are playing in that fantasy realm while we 100%. we say it a thousand times. Sell the fantasy. Sell the fantasy. 100%, sell the fantasy. Hundred percent. So that's what we do. But the world has changed, Bobby. The world has mm. become more PC. I don't like the change. social media <laughs> aspect of our business has become PC. Everyone gets a participation trophy. That's why I hate crowns and sashes. Everybody is accepted. Everybody's there is no more the the what you just described was last decade. This is a new decade. This is a new year. This is a new yes, but era. this is the world the is oldest, This is the oldest. Uh, this is primal. This goes back to fucking. You know, caveman times. Yeah. This is this is Burlesque. based on primal yes. attraction. I get it. That is, I understand. That is, even though this is a new decade, that part of the the business ha- hasn't, you know, changed. This is we're all st- nobody comes to our clubs because our beer tastes better. Nobody. I get it. Nobody. I, I understand that. That's why when girls don't get naked on stage, I get out of my mind. Like, honey, this is not the ballet. They're not here to see your fucking dance moves. <laughs> yeah. This is a titty bar. Yeah. You know. No, I hear you. I'm just I'm going by. My scientific research with strippers, which in itself sounds like a show that we could do yeah. uh, on the Sci-Fi Channel. But, yeah. but here's the thing. The second thing that they most uh, hate about uh, you know, female customers is, uh, one of you said it, the uh, meltdown with the girlfriend or wife. Right. Like a customer will come in, a, a male customer will come in, and usually in his mind he has a set price on what he can spend tonight. Yeah. So whether that's $500, $400, $1,000, $10,000, depending on the customer, and all entertainers know this, and they all know what to look for, and they all know how to seek that person out. Now this guy comes in with the wife or the girlfriend, and then they go after him, and the girlfriend or wife can shut it down very quickly or, right. be, or be jealous or be you know, uh, standoffish. Yeah. You know? and, and I said, well, what do you do when that happens? We buddy up. You know, they said, we, I'll grab another girl, yeah. and, and we try to make it like a Tupperware party, which I thought was a unique analogy. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, so how does that work? You know, and, and the one girl, um, this one girl told me, uh, Nyla works, real, real, real nice girl, one of our older girls, and, uh, and I got real deep into it. And she goes, she goes, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like here. You play your your songs, and you're trying to jazz up the crowd. If they stay longer, they drink more. They drink more. They spend more. Right? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much the philosophy of of the gig. She goes, same thing with me. If it takes me grabbing two other girls on a slow night to sit at a table with a guy who I know is going to spend six hundred dollars, but the wife's only going to let him spend three. If I can have the other two distract her for a minute and I can sneak away with him or even impress him enough to where he's making it rain on all of us, I'd rather get 400 than no 100. And I'm like, right. you know what? Great mentality. That makes total sense to me, this and that. you know. And then there's um, the, the third thing was um, just that women are usually catty towards women in life. Yeah. Well, and that that's, was the other thing. That's yeah. why I, I would rather have, if, you know, I would rather have single women than couples because couples. And this is true of even just anybody. The more you drink, the worse your judgment gets. Right. If you're there in a couple situation and one of you steps over the line, it could cause 
you know, it causes an eruption. So if you're just single ladies out doing a ladies' night, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're a couple coming in and you get a little too soused and one of you makes the wrong move, then fucking the entire section has to pay for it while you guys explode at each other. Now, there's two other things. One was the naysayers on the other side of this equation, the 18% or so, um, were all very young, brand new entertainers. Yeah. I love when girls come in the club. I have so much yeah. fun. Yeah, and, yeah. and if I get a swinger couple, they'll dance me all night, and it's the best. And 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 I had one one wife wanted me to talk dirty to her husband, and 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 I was her college roommate, and they were role playing, and it was so much fun. And I'm like, okay, I guess that is fun. That is, yeah. It's My older girls that have been there for a couple of years, they're just like, eh, 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 that's not fun. Like that's a waste of time. I need to make money. I need, you know, they're right. grind. They're grinders. They're just get me in there. I want to grind. Boom, boom, boom. Make my money. Money, get the hell out of there. You know, move on yeah. to the next one. And, and yeah. we had an engagement party at my club last weekend. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like, so it was, you know, basically like a bachelor party, except it was the couple and they were with all of their friends. There were single people there. There were couples there. It was just a group of guys and girls engagement party. That was probably a first for me. I've, I don't think I've seen that one yet. So did you like mess with them at all? Or? Yeah, man. I was giving them a little, like, I, uh, I played, you know, Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married. And, you know, uh, the guy's name was David. So I was like, you know, singing along to it, but saying shit like, you know, David, she's taking half of your shit, you know, trying to do like basically like the bachelor party stuff. But sure, because sure. both the couple was there, I got to kind of get it from both ends. So I kind of hit him with the bachelorette and the bachelor stuff and, and the whole crowd thought that was funny. And, and it was a yeah, good time. Well, they were a lot of fun. I had something similar to a while back ago. We did a bachelor party on a stage roast. And we had uh, we put out two chairs and did the husband on one side and the wife on the other side. Yes. And uh, and then usually the girls spank the bachelor at the end. That's kind of our our you know finale of our bachelor parties. And uh, I had you know I'll have the wife come up and spank him, or if, or even the wife's in the crowd and we don't put her on stage. I'll always bring her up at the end so she can you know spank his ass. And I'll just yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. she's gonna beat your ass the rest of your life, bro. So might as well start now. Or you know how it is. We, yeah. we do our thing. Um, that's always fun though. You know. To me, this business, and, and, and again, I've been in it so long, um, but the one thing I love the most about being an entertainer in our business is uh, making that connection. When real people come, you know, you got your strip club people. Like, there's regulars. That, that, that's part of their life is the strip club. They have to come in. They have to give their money to that one girl that they're in love with or some of some regulars in smaller clubs actually get so involved they start knowing personal shit that's going on with the staff, and it oh, just yeah. becomes a part of the um, the high school that we all work in. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the drama and this and that. What I love the most, being a DJ, being an entertainer in the business, is when I connect with, like the holidays usually bring out this the best. When people that don't normally go to strip clubs... Like, you know, the cousins are getting together and they bring grandma and grandpa in. We got a lot of that this holiday <laughs> yeah, season, yeah, that's always which is surprising at Tootsie's. But I had a lot of elderly around the holidays. Just mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Yeah, and I mean, kids, it is Miami. All, yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy <laughs> to me. And I find myself, I don't know about you guys being DJs in this business, but for me, I, I challenge myself. Like, I can't go at this the traditional way. I have to find something that I can interact with these people. And and I had so much fun doing that this this holiday season, just, just messing. I love that. I just love when Grandpa gets wheeled in in the wheelchair and his eyes light up because there's a naked chick on stage. Yeah, yeah. And that one interaction moment, you, you see the body language and it all unfold or when the feature goes on stage and somebody who's, you know, it's it, it's um, 
it's it's that moment like like when you went to an amusement park for the first time or you went to Vegas for the first time and you got all excited yeah, like yeah. you know like you feel like a kid in a candy store in awe and then after that happens what do you want to do next you want to bring a friend and teach show them that experience right. you know what i'm saying it's it's just that that feeling and and uh you know when you're in this business a long time that feeling can go away you know and it's stuff like it's moments like that 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 really fuel you you know and oh, and, yeah, and, and that's sure. what it's all about in my mind it's it's yes it's about money yes it's about business yes it's about relationships and all the things that we do and promoting and marketing but i can go on and on but at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you're at the top or the bottom it's about entertaining the masses just like we do with this podcast just yeah. like we do with our spitfires just like we do with you know bobby's stand-up comedy or uh how is morgan freeman in 2020 by the way what's going on with him Oh, well, he's uh, relaxed, actually. Uh, <laughs> just got a call from Religion Tequila, believe you it or did. not. did? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, very, I'm very excited to be working for them. Uh, I play God. Big surprise. B big surprise. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think we're going to hear some of that on today's program. See, that was... <laughs> program. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Program? Program. Program. <laughs> That's what Morgan Freeman he says, program. Say, he does say that. He does. He would say, say program. I don't know if I've ever heard him say that, but I feel it, it felt hey, right. <laughs> can I, Bobby, can I ask you something super personal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and if, you know, I, I'm not trying to embarrass you or have Cindy kick my ass, but in your whole relationship with your wife, yeah, in the most intimate of moments... <laughs> have you ever just to be funny thrown out some kind of a impression i have actually like have you ever had sex with her and then like did a morgan freeman then, orgasm and, or something obviously this is going back probably 10 years when we had that kind of stupid sex you know but because yeah. you're you're fucking four or five times a day so you, <laughs> you know if you fuck like once a week and you you give it your all but when you're yeah. fucking four or five times a day then right. you know by the fourth time you, you phoned it in yeah. Little, yeah so i would smack her tits and say <laughs> who's my dirty whore who's my bitch who's my honey tell me you're a bitch tell me you love that dick yeah yeah so yes i have thrown in you've the done occasional... the morgan freeman yeah wow. is there any other characters that freaky you've done freeman the... uh, like uh not not i mean that to come to mind i mean no because i'm not in that mindset okay so know? it was just it was just a funny spur of the moment i'll do yeah it. yeah but maybe like... we just watched the movie oh, okay. before we had sex and then that's what it that you know, the yeah, spontaneous. You don't want to be like tickle me Elmo and that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just got done watching Shawshank, and he's just like, "Let me tell you about That's the one time I had sex with that and Green Mile were two of her favorite movies. I, I have to have seen those movies two hundred times because every time I come home, she's watching that by default. Can you imagine you're, you're, you're having sex, and all of a sudden Christopher Walken starts going, "Baby, uh, yeah, baby." <laughs> I wish I could tell you I could hold back my cum any longer, but I can't. <laughs> Spray it at me! <laughs> what the hell just happened? Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to go there, but for some reason, you started doing Morgan Freeman, and it just hit we me. We just I'm went like, there. Well, you brought I, I it wonder, up. I wonder if that's ever happened, yeah. you know? Um, well, speaking of Morgan Freeman, speaking of uh, Miss Your Spitfire King, and, of course, finding religion this year, because that's what we're all about, you know? Josh... Lost the weight at the end of last year, which I'm gonna fix. We're definitely yeah. gonna fix. We're gonna go. We're, we're taking him to La Spada after this show stat to fatten him up. The monster. Um, but um, we're also gonna find religion this year. We're seeking religion. Seek religion. Worship tequila. <laughs> Seek religion. You know, be like baby. <laughs> 
You, you got to do it. It's just a small glass. It goes in. It's all warm. Makes your dick hard. It's awesome. Yeah. I feel better. I'll tell you, I'm so uh, I'm so excited about Religion Tequila and this new partnership. I don't want to call them a sponsor. I want to call them a partner. Uh, Jesse Lee runs Religion Tequila. He's such a cool guy. Um, I spoke to him today, and he's uh, very excited about the direction where we're going and what we're doing with uh, getting the word out to everybody. I think this is the perfect marriage between us, and uh, it's definitely going to be an exciting year. We got a lot of plans, um, surprises around every corner, and uh, I believe Jesse's in for the ride, which is, makes it that much more exciting. You we know? have an amazing promotion coming up at Monroe's that they would be perfect for. We have the seven sins. We're, we're going to oh, be seven perfect. years old, right? Uh -huh. So they decided that what should you do for your seventh birthday but celebrate the seven sins. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the entire night is themed out that every hour on the hour for seven hours we're going to celebrate each sin. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> so for gluttony, like we're going to have a humongous like a humongous buffet right. for two hours. For envy, we're going to drop a shit ton of cash on the main floor. For pride, we're going to give away a black card. For lust, we're going to do a fucking girl on girl on girl on girl on girl show. Wow. Uh, yeah. So every hour, it's going to be more and more That's and more cool. debaucherous. I like that. Yeah. Who, who came up with that idea? Uh, I don't know. That, that I was oh, not, really? yeah. not in a meeting for that one. I was just wow. given, given the information. That's really to, creative. I yeah. like that. I've yeah, never like heard that. of that kind of a promotion before. That'd Good be a great guys. promo for them, too. Oh, I'm jealous. They team meet, so there was probably a, you know, it was probably a conversation between all the creative heads there. Right, right, right. That's great, though. What a bang-up job over there, Monroe. They do. They do a fantastic job. I love those guys. And, um, you know, we've we've dealt with a lot of sponsorships before in, in the podcast world and in the, in the business. And um, I never, you know, I always feel like, you know, somebody gives you money and you... You promote, you promote, you promote, and it's it's just it's it's kind of this is going to be a partnership. Like, you know, I want to I want to build an army. I want to build a. I want to. What do we say? We're, we're going to form a cult. We're going to form a cult, and <laughs> like I, I'm going to call Annie Lane later, and I'm going to say, Annie, I want you know, I, I need you to put on this religion shirt and and represent and 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 we're going to start a cult. I think it's going to be great. I don't know. Does Annie Lane like tequila? She's more of a Jameson uh... girl. I'm pretty sure Annie Maybe we Lane can likes get people tequila. to convert into I'm religion. I'm pretty sure Annie Lane drinks tequila. Okay. I'm I'm and if she doesn't, she's gonna drink organic tequila for a long plus she's fit, you know, so she's gotta stay with the And religious. She's Annie Lane's religious? Well, she's gonna get into our cult and she will be. <laughs> <laughs> so it got me thinking. We talked about the um what is it? The um why can't I think of it? The four heads on uh, Mount Rushmore. We, we <laughs> sorry. I know, I know, it's crazy. But so we we talked about the Mount Rushmore before. Mount forehead. Um, <laughs> don't be a smartass. But we've we've talked about uh, the Mount Rushmore before um, of different people. Who would be the Mount Rushmore of the planet platypus faction right now? Like if we put four heads. Uh, not not counting us, but like, like as far as the like followers our... and oh, okay. Well, you so, know, Ray has got to be right up there. Ray is up there. George Washington. You think Ray is George Washington? <laughs> he has our founding. I mean, Annie is is hardcore. Like yeah. she follows us. Don Meg is hardcore. Are you gonna put Meg up there? <laughs> okay. I'm saying, man. Okay. I mean, like these are people that like. Jake. Our, Jake's got to be up there. Jake record. Yeah. Jake built the mountain. What are That's you what I'm about? saying. Yeah. I how mean, do you not? How do you not give Jake a head? 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, who's the Mount Rushmore? That right? I feel so bad for you that you don't get to see her social media. I don't like. Know. I don't follow many people on Instagram because I, I don't use it that often. But yeah. so every time I open my phone, it says either Alaska Galore or Heather Heaven has. That's another has, one. Alaska yeah, Galore has uh, put up a new post, and every time I open it, just to see what she's not wearing, bro, you're missing it all. Yeah, you really need to at least follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle all that stimulation. <laughs> That's why the Raya doll is in here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take any yeah. time away from my... Speaking of Raya, I'm excited. You know, Super Bowl's two weeks away. It's here in Miami. And uh, this town is already getting crazy. I know. It's gonna be See sick. all the signs going up everywhere? I, I mean, even the Publix, it's like you walk in and they have their big Super Bowl. Having the Super Bowl in your hometown in a strip club, whether you own it, work it, or even are a customer regular in it, it's like winning the lottery for a week because everything that you've ever dreamed of as far as having a packed club with crazy energy, it's there. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the special sauce about it from a DJ perspective. One, strippers and entertainers from everywhere come into our town. It doesn't matter if you work in Vegas, the West Coast, East Coast, North. It doesn't matter. They are coming in in droves. I mean, droves. If you normally run 30 girls a night, you're going to run 130 girls a night. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you normally run 130 girls a night, you're going to run 500 girls a night. It's that insane, right? And it's all right. the clubs. It's yeah. not just like Tootsie's is this big club. Yes, Tootsie's is fantastic. They're amazing. And they're big. But even our competitors... And our partners down the street, Scarlet. There's enough for everybody. Are, there's enough for everybody. So it's not even like you got to even play those games. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. That's it's 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 just mass. It's mass hit. Boom. You got tons of people. Then the customers come in. The first part of the week, it's all the workers. They come in, set up the halftime show, set up the stadium. You got Coca-Cola comes in, Red Bull comes in. They've got all these out of town. Then all then by the middle of the week, all the executives from the big companies start rolling into town. So for literally two weeks straight, there's just constant flow of money. It's just a constant build. Like even last night on a Tuesday night, we were bumping. And it was just, you could just tell there's a difference. There's there's more money's coming into the club. People are buying champagne and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So it just gets so crazy, but then it depends on the two teams that are in. Right now we're down to four teams, right? So it's either going to be San Francisco fans, Green Bay fans, or it's going to be Tennessee fans, or um, who's the last team I'm missing? Um, Tennessee and Kansas City. So Kansas City is the fourth team. So those are all pretty good markets with people with a lot of money. So I think we're going to be pretty good no matter what. Oh, yeah, you'll be good no matter But the what. best part about it from a DJ perspective is, like, I have a predominantly Latin crowd, a mix of... We got a little bit of everything, but, you know, we're in Miami, so yeah. there's a lot of Cuban... Same, yeah. Yeah, it's just like your club. And, Bobby, you're a little bit north, but you still deal with, you know, you have your share of, of mixtures. But you're getting a region from somewhere else in the country, and they're seeing your spot for the first time, and they're like, their eyes are bright, they're a kid yeah. in a candy store. So it's different. You're doing your job the same way, but it's different because now it's like almost like instead of going on tour with your strip club, the tour <laughs> right. is coming to you. You yeah. know what I mean? That was like, the fun thing I liked about working in Vegas was that the room was always changing week to week depending sure. on what conventions were in town. That yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, was, that was one of the things I really liked. And about we that never gig. get that down here. We have a <clears throat> yeah. very regimented type of thing. 
and all the clubs have their own little niche and they have their own regulars and then everybody kind of spreads out and they do the circuit. And then once every five to seven years, it's like, pow, winning the lottery. It's just, and I don't even mean from a money perspective. I just mean excitement. You're able to showcase all your bells and whistles and it's exciting, but it's a pain in the ass. A lot and of it's work. Tiring. It's a ton yeah. of work. I was in the club this week just, you know, Literally walking around the sports bar with a wireless microphone looking for, you know, cracks and spots and like doing mic checks and checking every piece of equipment and having meetings and making sure like if this wire breaks, we better have one in the booth, right? Like, yeah, this is not the time to. Yeah, like, no, you got to get through all that stuff now. Everything. Because you don't want the day of or the weekend you know, of to have to deal with it. My biggest fear is we have satellite TV. What if it have the worst rainstorm ever in the middle of the Super Bowl. What do we do? Like, my mind is like that. I'm not sitting here going, oh, it's going to be great. We're going to make a shit ton of money. And it's... No. It's, holy shit, an asteroid's coming for us. What do we do upon impact? <laughs> Let's yeah. be ready for it. And then, you know... You guys have to... two cable boxes, though, don't you? Yeah, we've got, we've got backups. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. of everything. But... You want to you make be prepared. Yeah, for any, you want to make sure they're in play. Yeah. You want to make sure that you've tested it all out, and that if God forbid shit happens, that isn't the first time you're trying to see it. You know, you want to you know do that. So Super Bowl's nerve wracking. It's fun, but um, I can't wait for it to get here, and I can't not wait for it to end. Like it's that that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's it's you know I don't your place. Um, I think we'll get a little rush. You will. You will. I, I you're we'll definitely going to get a rush. Get a rush. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, you know, because your place isn't as big as our place. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. A big difference. Like, we'll have a thousand people waiting in line on a Friday night. Yeah. Like, that's how crazy it gets. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Your place is insane. Yeah, it's just going to be sick. And uh, we've got a lot of people coming from corporate to help us and out. And you got so. that new casino over there, too. That's got to. The Hard Rock's going to. Oh, my God. The yeah. money of the Hard Rock's. If you talk about making money from a revenue perspective in our business, those casinos, psh, yeah. forget it. It's nuts. Yeah. So. But anyway, um, what's going on at Monroe's, man? Let's wrap uh, the show up. They're doing a $10,000 quarterback toss challenge. We're having our tailgate party the day before mm -hmm. the big game. So Saturday, you can come down and win ten grand if you hit the quarterback challenge. Scott's putting up ten grand. Get out. So what, what's the challenge? We're like, gonna, it's, like, uh, it's the quarterback toss challenge. So, so you got to throw the ball a right. certain amount of yardage? Or, Correct. Okay. And hit a certain target. But, you know, and we're doing the same thing you guys are doing where the entire day is going to be filled with uh, football-themed events and games and stuff oh, outside cool. and inside. Oh, how neat. So, like, what if, you know, uh, a retired NFL quarterback decides to show up and needs to make $10,000 real he, quick? He's going to leave <laughs> very happy that day. Yes. So you're not, like... There's no stipulation on if you're a former NFL no, player. No, actually, I think even an employee asked in the meeting, like, can we participate? And they said yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. This must be like a 75-yard pass or something like that. Man. That's going to be tough. That's going to be cool. Yeah, we've got uh, rain and sunshine at our place. Yeah, uh, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So Raya Sunshine is uh, performing three shows on Thursday, the week of the Super Bowl, and Friday night. And Romy Rain gets into town, and she does three shows on Saturday night. And then she does three shows on Sunday, including a halftime show. Wow. Um, so um, that's going to be cool. We have a huge buffet. Our buffet that they put together this year will rival what will be at the stadium in the 200 level, the club level. The club wow. levels have, like, carving stations and buffets. Wow. Our buffet will rival that. That's how good it is. And they actually lowered the price from last year. Because Are you hiring in for that? 
No, our kitchen took care of the whole thing. That's we've got, amazing. We've got a carving station. They're doing um, lobster towel and 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 I mean, our wings are infamous. So obviously, we're gonna have a wing pit there and. Um, just tons and tons, so many things I couldn't even name. I, I don't have the sheet in front of me, but if you go on my social media, I actually posted the menu. And for 50 bucks, uh, if you reserve ahead of the, the game, the day of the game, it's $60. And it also includes draft beer and soft drinks or anything like that. So you can literally go to the Super Bowl for $50, sit in our watch party. And here's the best part. After every quarter, we're giving away like a 65-inch big screen TV. Just giving it That's away. That's awesome. Nice. So um, it's going to be amazing. And we're, you know, we got swag stuff coming from the liquor companies Shrek. that we're going to be throwing out. And I'm just going to be walking around fucking with people in a sports bar, having fun like I do every year. It's something I do that I enjoy. It's, it's you know. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a week. great good time. Weekend. Great weekend. So, um, you know, Tootsie's is a great spot to be at for Super Bowl. So is Scarlet's. So is, uh, you know, Playmates in Miami. And then if you just can't get down to Miami because, you know, all the hotels are going to be sold out, Bobby. That's you true. Know, the airports are going to be packed and even mm-hmm. the Ubers are going to have a hard time. So if you just happen to be outside of Fort Lauderdale, there's only one place I can think of, and that's Monroe's. I and that's where there. you guys should go. In fact, I will be there, as a matter of fact. Bobby will be throwing footballs, 75 yards. I will. be awesome. I Dude, if, what if I hit it? Can you imagine oh, I hit it? I really hope you do. <laughs> like, you know that kid that takes the basketball challenge and just wings it with his hand? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like accidentally sinks it. Spirit of Tom Brady or something. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah, just Hail Mary it and yeah. turn around and walk away. Just chuck it and all of a sudden it hits the target. And it was like, <laughs> Bobby Mack won 10 grand. Gonna Bobby work. just drops his mic and walks off like he meant to do it. Oh. I walk straight in and put my dick in the butter dish. <laughs> 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 You would be the MVP of Super Bowl LIV. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm excited about that. Um, I, I promised Annie Lane I would plug uh, our big event coming up in April uh, in Tootsies, which is Canada versus USA. Oh, that's going to be big. Oh, um, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So we gotta start, I'm wet right now. We got to wow. start talking about that because, um, you know, we've got uh, two teams, USA versus Canada, and three Three girls on each team. Of course, uh, the captains are Annie Lane versus uh, our one and only Heather Heaven. And uh, I know Cassius is involved and Charzane and, and is involved. And so best is of the best. Raya Sunshine is involved. Wow. It's, just, it's insane. It's yeah. just insane. That's it's gonna amazing. Be, yeah, it's just going to be a, a, a nutty event. And that's going to be it's fucking all-star league right there. April 20th. Vote 20. At Tootsie's. All right. And, uh, you know, so Annie's all uh, excited about that. And um, and that's about really it that I got to plug. So I want nice. to welcome everybody back to a new year, Planet Platypus Show. And, uh, you know, Happy New Year, everybody. We uh, yeah, okay. appreciate you. And if you get an invitation uh, from Bobby Mack this week, um, we're asking you to join our new cult. So, so we're all going to raise a glass of this uh, religion tequila. And cheers to you all. Right, here you go, Clink. guys. Cheers. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> All right. And you know what I say? What do you say? <laughs> do you say I say worship, worship tequila, tequila seek religion. Plan a platypus show. We'll see you next week. We should have never never dreamed but we standing on the front line prime for the sequel. Part 2 will rock you the voice of the people. We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it. The industry's evolving now we roll it with the changes. Black Bobby Mac, Josh Bryant.